Welcome to the Interesting Podcast, episode number 209. After a brief hiatus to recalibrate some life, we're back! I hope 2024 is off to a great start for you and whatever you're up to. Now this episode, it's a good one, guys. It's a real good one. I got to chat with my pal Myrna Velasco. Now, she and I met in a mocap class in L.A. a handful of months back, and we clicked so well that I knew I had to try and get her on, and, well, she agreed! In this episode, we talk about her recent trip to India, her deep love of yoga, how she got into acting, working on shows like Elena of Avalor, Star Wars Resistance, DC Superhero Girls, the importance of cultural representation, and so much more. Myrna is a ray of sunshine, and I am so excited for you all to get to know her. So, that being said, let's just jump right into it. Please enjoy this episode of The Interesting Podcast, number 209, with Myrna Velasco. Theme song time! doing how's it how have you been so you went to india i did yeah i did there's been a lot going on and i feel like uh yeah i got i, I wasn't even back from india i was on my connecting flight home from india and had been awake for like 24 hours and my agents <laughs> were like yeah <laughs> that's where the juices flow right. um, my agents were like ready start working start auditioning beach the strike is over and i was like okay so <laughs> we're back at it <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it's it's weird to have kind of like a <clears throat> i don't know survivor's guilt about it all oh yeah um yeah yeah because yeah, because like a, it's it's been a rough start i think for a lot of people sure and i don't know if it was like the magic of india or just you know i think it is I hope it was. Right? I, I'm still unpacking it, to be very honest. Good. That's what yeah. you want. You want those experiences yeah. that stick with you and then kind of gestate for a little bit. And you're yeah. like, oh, oh, and you're like still grabbing from it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, thank you for affirming that because I was a little worried that like maybe I was just obsessed about this right? trip yeah. <laughs> and I should let it go. But... I, I mean, am I, am I affirming it or am I just enabling? Listen, I am nothing if not an enabler of a good time. In line. This is what in, I do. In line. Yeah. You know? Great. Thank you, Brian. Thank the you. last name balance. You. It's ironic. I don't, I'm, I'm an all or nothing. I, I'm just wired that way. I'm either completely it. obsessed or entirely apathetic mm. and I can't control it. Well, you know, some would say that 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 is the personal balance that you can you can effortlessly. See? Now you're affirming me. Inch. Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. How was India? I've never been. What's it? Describe it, it to me. Break it down. Oh God. Yeah. Had you been before? Never. I'd never been Whoa. before. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have been practicing yoga um since I was a bit of a tyke, and um. I may be familiar. I, you know, you know, maybe, um, yeah. maybe you've taken a class. Everybody yeah. in LA has everybody who's been to LA, you know, or maybe I just know who Myrna is, you know, maybe 500 yeah. hours of training. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe I, know I things. have, I, you, you know, you did your research and it's maybe I did. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I had been doing yoga for a long time and I was really hesitant to take a 500 hour teacher training program. Sure. I bet I'm born and raised in LA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And 
Indian. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm an American. I'm Mexican American. Right. And uh, as a as someone who grew up with Mexican culture all around me, I am mm-hmm. highly attuned to this idea of like appreciation versus appropriation. And sure. I never wanted to do that. You know, like I never, I never wanted to appropriate yoga. Um, sure. So I never wanted to be a teacher because I was like, that's not my lane. Uh, right. And then I, you know, oh, and yeah. then I was working at at a, a restaurants for way too long, <laughs> and it was like I was doing yoga, and then it would just like instantly melt the minute I walked into a, a restaurant, and I was like rageful and resentful, and all of this like spiritual study and meditation and and working because the heat of the asana just was like it ain't working for me kid like sure where am i what am i can i do i need to step away from from this environment in order to uh gain perspective so Mm -hmm. i did this amazingly reckless thing where i quit my job and I didn't have another job lined up and I didn't know what I was going to do. Get it. I <laughs> I had a little <laughs> bit of savings to be like, well, I can take this 500 hours of training and then I'll, I'll be okay. I can pay rent. And worst comes to worst, my family's in L.A. so I can just move back in with them. If it there you go. My mom to this day is like, do you want to move back in with me? And I'm like, no. What? <laughs> a grown-up uh, that doesn't mean what you think it means ma <laughs> right 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 yeah yeah you don't like you won't like me now right. uh, <laughs> but uh yeah so i had this kind of great um six six months did it turn into i suppose yeah where i was studying yoga and i like was feeling really balanced and i started getting jobs as an instructor and like really in line places of where I was in my life. Like I always appreciate the saying, if you can't teach it to a child, you're not an expert in it. Ooh, I like that. I I like it. I want fact check me. I want to say it was Einstein who said it, but I don't know. Nope. It was Uh, Myrna Velasco who said it. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Don't, don't do that. Don't let me get all smug like that. Uh, I know where I learned it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Uh, Yeah. So, so I started teaching kids. I had a history of, of (laughs) in my life, I had a history of teaching kids, um, as a as an art instructor and just kind of a camp counselor not kind of i was a camp counselor for a long time sure. and so that kind of became this really interesting meld and it, it became this cool experience where i would take um you know a sutra which is kind of like a a, a pillar a saying a, a moral if you will for mm-hmm. the yoga spirituality and i would look at it and i would try to think like okay well how how could i explain this to a child how do i make this interesting for a child and yeah. you get into the yoga room and i don't know how many of your listeners know yoga listeners. <laughs> um, or, uh, <laughs> okay great it's me and you i don't know yeah. how well you know yoga right. <laughs> let's do it uh, i was gonna ask what kind of yoga were you teaching because i know there's different yeah. kinds there's yeah, temperature yeah. differences in some, there's in some instances, temperature differences, there's style differences, there's differences in um, philosophy, there's a mm. ton of differences. So the type of te- the type of yoga I learned 
as a teacher to become a teacher is Hatha Yoga, Hatha Rajas Yoga, which is considered cool. the king. It's this uh, umbrella yoga, the king's yoga is what they call it, where you're Ooh. balancing. Yeah. And and the point is to balance, to find the middle way, um, uh, to, to pull from hot heat creating um, asanas, which are the, the physical postures of yoga, as well as balancing it with a yin, some people call it yin, um, more of a calming type and balancing type of yoga to create a sense of balance hey in, in your body and in your nervous system and in your mind eventually. Um, so that's what I was taught. And then, yeah, you walk into the kids yoga. I walked into the kids yoga room and I was like, oh, shit. This <laughs> is like, not... man, there's children here. Yeah, <laughs> quite, quite. Uh, Miss Myrna, no, right. we don't say those words. You got to put a dollar in the curse jar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah, two dollars. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wait, no. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a tough learning curve to start with. Um, <laughs> But I love teaching kids and I got really good at not cursing. Um, that eventually. makes one of us. You know, <laughs> it takes practice. You lose a lot of money in the curse jar. Right. <laughs> Losing money teaching here, not getting right. it. Right. What, what, uh, what is this? Balance, yeah. balance, balance. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I, I, I learned from them that like, oh yeah, their nervous systems, their, their minds, their bodies are entirely different than adults. And we come in with sure. a lot of, a lot of baggage from our day, from our job, yeah. from our childhoods, from our lives mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and kids just don't. Yeah. Um, and that was really cool for me once I could finally relax into my own body and be like, oh, all of that training was for me to keep my chill and for me to learn how to like breathe and be okay and and let them go crazy yeah. and me not react to it sure and it, and it eventually became this practice of like we're just playing kids just want to play that's all they want to do um and so how do you turn you know uh, a moralistic story into a game how do you turn um the sun salutation into a song that they love singing with their parents, you know, and oh, then smart. yeah, yeah. And to be completely give credit where credit is due. Um, the, the first yoga studio I started teaching at is in Culver city called uh, Zuga. Antonia King developed uh, with her main teacher. Oh God, why don't I remember names? Megan <laughs> Harvey, Megan Harvey. She's a really Get fantastic, it children's yoga teacher, Iyengar teacher as well. And they created this whole structure of like, they need to play, they need some songs to help their memory um, mm -hmm. because you, you rhythm helps kids. <laughs> and sure. um, they, they just need, you know, 25 minutes of running around like crazy little monsters. And then you tell them, let's, let's lay down, let's relax, let's look at our fingers, let's say some funny not words so that they now have this like, um, this meditative experience. And then ultimately what was super rewarding, we would do family yoga and watching parents connect with their kids was- Ooh, yeah. Yeah, the most rewarding experience and watching like, like, cause these were like, you know, Disney executive parents and like right, lawyer yeah. parents and like, so these are real put together people and them right. watching their kids like 
quote-unquote misbehave, but like I'm giving them a place to throw these squishy balls so at each other so that yeah. like, there's space to be naughty, quote-unquote. But watching the parents freak out and tense up and then realize like, oh, I don't have to be worried about that. Like the, the, the construct right. of behavior is in fact just a construct. And if I can like celebrate my child learning a new form of skills and like a body connection and they're teaching me how to play and they're asking me to lift them into the air to be an airplane like that was that yeah. like when they would we would do like a family shavasana and everybody instead of it being like lay on your back don't make a movement <laughs> right. you know, breathe think nothing like that shit's right. too hard for kids if right. i i literally would say like if your kid wants to talk to you talk with them cuddle with them like live this moment with them i'm just going to be standing here blowing bubbles at you guys like right. life, you know? like, there's no wrong answer to relax uh and watching families like really get together and little kids like touching their their parents faces and being like hey i love you it was just like sure this is rewarding. This is what I live for. Um, so thank you for reminding me how much I miss teaching family yoga. <laughs> of course. This is a service I provide, Myrna. You thank know? you. <laughs> thank you. Ah, my heart. I love that it's defined by the hook moment. Oh, there you are, Peter. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> That's like human connection, you know, that yes! we forget because life, you're constantly inundated with everything inside and outside. So if you can find a way to sort of like, oh, it's just us here now. Like exactly. this, this is the real life, you know, as opposed to yeah. living in the past or the future. You're like, this is, this is really all there is. Past is already gone. Future doesn't exist. Yeah. It's like just yeah. being a, a specific and intentional about the moment. I find it's its own sort of skill that is yeah. pretty valuable. You it's know, super valuable. It's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say I, I got, I got a real great lesson out of those 500 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was yoga, but it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's being present. Life. It's life. Life. <laughs> Did you choose yoga? Like, was that something that you got into on your own or was oh. someone like, you should try this? Um, so kind of both. Um, okay. I, I grew up a really anxious kid. Um, relatable. Yeah, <laughs> I find all of us at a certain age were incredibly right. anxious for a long time. Yeah, um, yeah. to the point where I, uh, my, I, I was starting to develop stomach ulcers, sure. and uh, it was just my nervous system was always so scared. We've got this test, and I just started high school, and I want to be in all the plays, but I can't be in all the plays because I got to take these classes because college, because my parents don't have money. You know, yeah. like all of double the relatable. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm not alone. Um, so a doctor was like, "Look, we can give her medication until she's, you know." until her stomach's exploding <laughs> but ultimately or... yeah the root cause is her anxiety so you know get her into some therapy mom and also have you guys considered like a movement modality that doesn't stress you out at the time i had just uh just retired as a dancer ah, yes of course as <laughs> we know? all do the ripe old as, age of 14, yes, of 14. <laughs> uh adding on stress of like now i don't have a way to release this energy because every time i try to release this energy i get hurt and now my mom's like really you shouldn't be doing this anymore sure. um Those so yeah so they really can and yeah. in so many different ways Oof. Uh, yeah Oof. yeah you break one little you fracture one little bone in there that's it's it, done. that's mm. it. yeah why are we built this way 
It's so weird. <laughs> Human feet don't make sense. Yeah, I don't like them. <laughs> I don't not, like them either. I'm anti-Tarantino on this one. They're not, they're not uh, stable. They're not stable, those <laughs> human feet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, all that to be said. Um, yeah, the doctor recommended it, and I lived in Santa Clarita, which is like a suburbs right outside of mm-hmm. uh, L.A., and so I, I had access to these kinds of places. So cool. early on, yeah, yeah, my mom was like, I'm not paying for yoga, and I was like, well, we're not paying for anything. Uh, what, do <laughs> yeah. what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Nice, me neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the community college is like, if you're a high school student, you can take any class you want here. And I was like, do you have yoga? And they were like, absolutely. So I maxed out there. And then at that point, I was lucky enough to like have a job and be able to like, just kind of find these small studios that were ran by these really dedicated yoga teachers. And um then you know i traveled into the bigger yoga spaces like yoga works who no longer exists which is kind of an interesting topic of conversation in and of itself mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah I, I i i don't know if i chose it so much as it this is sound lame Say but it. it chose me it there chose we go me. yeah <laughs> hey i'm about yeah. it the universe always yeah. has stuff you just got to be listening for it exactly that's the gut yeah. that's what it's for yeah, yeah, and it's fascinating that you say that because it's it truly is the experience of like getting to know my gut, getting to know myself was through yoga. And if I hadn't cool. done that, I would still be this like in my head anxious. I mean, I still am. Sure. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> more days than not. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to access that that intuitive sense of myself if if it hadn't. Yeah. Been That's something else that takes practice. Because the the brain and the gut are at ends with each other. You know, it's like the the brain is designed to keep us safe, which Mm -hmm. means don't change because change is scary and it's going to protect you by not doing that. Whereas Mm -hmm. the gut makes no sense in the reality, but it's always right. Yeah. And I don't know what that is. Like it's, you know, there's that that Star Wars line that Yoda says, you know, luminous beings are we. It's like, "Mm, there's something that's, I see what you're doing, George Lucas. Like you're having a Muppet tell me something, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's something else here. And as you, you know, know what? Like, just that, you know, yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah. And and to be honest, I don't know that I would have accepted that kind of saying from anything other than a Muppet. I wouldn't have. Yeah. If Another George person? Lucas. Mm-mm. I'm going to I'm going to say a hot take. If George Lucas himself had like recorded himself saying it, it would have been like, yeah, but that guy like we don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We wear the now. same clothes. He doesn't know. <laughs> right. right, right. <laughs> but Muppet. Yeah. Ah, he knows something. Stuff. I just watched him lift something without touching it. I'm into whatever he's got to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same. It's that. There's, there's that thing. There's that connection. There's that human we're operating on multiple levels going on, you know? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It. But learning to trust that is very scary. And like, oh I don't know God. if it's real. I don't know if it's going to work, but I feel like I have to. And so many people don't have that. Yeah. You know? Well, it's also it's also trust. And it's fascinating that you said that right now. Um, trust is the process of relearning, I believe. Mm. Um, because... I'm finding now in my life that I'm like, okay, well, I have these skills as a yoga person. Yeah, you what do. do I do with them? You have to teach yourself over and over again. And you can be completely faithful and completely trusting in that one aspect of your life is always going to work out. Mm-hmm. Or you have the proof because you have worked on trusting in that aspect. But if you look at another direction, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> I look in the other direction. 
I don't trust anything over there. <laughs> now I got to learn to do that. <laughs> so, so I, you know, to give, to give us grace, I, I have to try to remind myself that like trust is, oh, you're always going to have to learn how to trust and mm -hmm. you're always going to have to, it went, and you fall off that horse, if you will, or you fall off the balance beam of trust. And then you have to be like, ah, shit, I got to trust yeah. again. I got to trust these weird ass feet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got too many bones in them. Just, yeah, ah, they just yeah. look untrustworthy. I don't know. About you, I yeah. look at my feet and I'm like, I don't trust you at all. I don't even know where you're going. Right. <laughs> and the gut's like, I got this. Yeah. Like, right, yeah. Right. yeah. One foot in front of the other, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> So, wow. So if you've been doing yoga since you were a kid and mm -hmm. now you go to India for the first time. Yeah. Oh, God. How was that to kind of, you know, you're in this sort of world, but you yeah. haven't actually physically gone to like the land. Yeah. It's fascinating. Um, so India is a huge country. Yeah. It massive. is a, it's got a billion people in it. Every person I met there was beautiful and yeah. so insightful and so sincere. Um, I'm racking my brain because this is another name I don't remember. We just we're on a plane because you, you, it's such a big country. You gotta if you want to get anywhere quick, you gotta jump on a plane or sure. or a rickshaw. That was another experience. Oh. Remember to tell you about that. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> But uh, I love how like it just it, it, it just doesn't work the same way as as life here does. Sure. Um, totally different culture. Totally different culture. The this I don't know how familiar you are with the four hundred five freeway here in LA. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really familiar with it. Yeah, yeah. More <laughs> familiar my... than anyone should be, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've been driving that freeway for a long time. Uh, and there's a sensation that you get when you're stuck in traffic in LA that is, I wish everybody would just get out of my way. Right. <laughs> you know? That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, India is vastly more densely populated. Um, mm. And that doesn't exist. Oh. There's, yeah, yeah. There's this uh, sensation of, if we all just kind of, breathe through it and move at the pace of the person in front of us, we'll get where we're going. Whoa. Yeah. Very different. <laughs> that is a left to Very, right brain mentality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it puts everybody on this beautiful, almost leveled playing field. Um, so coming back to the story, like we were on this airplane because we had to go from Delhi to another city called Rishikesh where we were going to spend some time in and like learn some yoga. Mm -hmm. And we, uh, me and a friend of mine, uh, were sitting next to each other, but you know, there's three seats in the cabin, in the economy cabin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the, the third seat was, was this lovely uh, woman, you know, older to middle-aged woman who sat down next to us. And, you know, my friend and I are just talking about the most Western possible topic of conversation, me dating. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and I'm just like, I just, you know, want to meet somebody that will blah, 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 blah. And uh, she turns over and she goes, you know, I'm so sorry. I just, I needed to ask because your accents are so different. Where are you from? 
And, you know, we both go, Los Angeles, California. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, I know the United States well. My daughter lives in San Francisco and she's, you know, an engineer up there. And we're like, oh, very cool. Like, uh, and we started talking about her because we're yogis and we're trying to give space as well. And she started mm -hmm. talking to us. Turns out this woman was the former secretary of health of all of India. Oh. Yeah. What a small <laughs> world. Yeah. But also, like, yeah, like not just a small world, but like this, this humble. Humble's not the right word, but just like, sure. like it's like genuine, genuine, yeah. authentic world. Yeah, where she's like, I didn't need to take a private jet right. to go to, uh, even though I am the former Secretary of Health of all of India, I am traveling from the capital of India to a small city to give a lecture to university students. I'm a very big deal, and I'm yeah. sitting in economy next to two American girls talking about their dating problems. <laughs> perspective <laughs> yeah 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 and she just you know really impressed upon us that like it, it's it's so important to like give back to your community and yes we have these problems these these big in our life problems mm -hmm. because you think it's going to identify your problem but remembering that like if you give instead of take if you if you offer help instead of ask for it you're yeah. going to get so much more back if you ask another person where they're from you're going to get so much more than if you just talk about yourself and that yeah. was like whoa and that was like day one in yoga or day one in yoga day one in india like lesson one of yoga all over again day one in yoga yeah but that was that was yeah that was really a fascinating point of like okay everybody is somebody here and mm -hmm. we're just they're just still giving of each other and, and yeah it can lose you can lose perspective when you especially live in la and are sure. in the movie and and entertainment industry you can mm -hmm. lose that kind of perspective so i was really grateful to go to india to gain that that level of perspective and and just the appreciation of every single person has something to give yeah and they give it to their fullest there yeah um, that's that good stuff yeah, yeah yeah that's that heart stuff right there and and so yeah it was really invigorating and and really moments of like utter fear because i was like helping people and doing things for other people that i wouldn't normally do and sure and it would feel like a boundary being crossed mm -hmm. here in la right um and then in in there it was just kind of like well i have it to offer why not you know yeah so that was yeah it was really a wonderful place to just give and receive oh, just something different, something new. Um, so I went to, it, we call it, again, fact check me, we call it the Beatles Ashram there in Rishikesh, where mm -hmm. the Beatles learned transcendental meditation. Cool. Uh, it's, yeah, it's since been closed down and it's more of a, it's a tiger sanctuary. I never saw a tiger. <laughs> I was That's terrified. because the tiger is in you, Maria. <laughs> We're trying to bring it out. You know? <laughs> That's beautiful. I was scared I was going to get eaten by a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Spiritually, you may have been. It's that perspective, I, right? The old you, you know, was eaten yeah. by the tiger. I think it was. I think you it know? was. Yeah. What was my point? <laughs> you, just, you just changed my life right now, Ryan. <laughs> Processing India keeps giving. <laughs> right, right. How long were you there? Yeah. 
uh, three and a half weeks. So Dude, that's a great chunk of time to like yeah. really soak in a new reality. It, it wasn't enough. <laughs> Never is. Never wasn't is. wasn't enough, especially towards the tail end. The last 10 days we were like packing in every single city it felt like and i was like i don't know where i am look at the taj mahal crying we gotta leave the taj mahal now like (laughs) i'm not leaving (laughs) right right grab her her ankles yeah (laughs) pull her (laughs) it's all made of marble she'll slide easily It's beautiful. She was a dancer. Uh, Those ankles are weak anyway. Just grab them. Right, right, exactly. Ow! (laughs) Quite. Was was Um, yoga different? Because kind of going, because you learned yoga in a different place. Like I, I, I've been doing Iaido martial arts for like four years this year, Mm -hmm. and I, I learned it here. So I imagine going back to Japan. It's like, oh, this is where it was founded from, and like it just, there's cultural differences for sure. But yeah. even within the niche of the art that you're learning, did you find that yoga is like approached differently over there? Absolutely. Really? Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it's um, so here in LA, in in the United States, um, and I think it's slowly changing. But you can go to a private studio and learn for two hundred hours or five hundred hours, and you get a certificate, and now you're a yoga teacher, and you can teach anywhere. Okay. In India, you are expected to go to university for yoga. Oh. Yeah, you are expected if this is if this is your job, this is your calling, you are expected to get a master's degree in yoga. Dude. You're essentially um a doctor. Uh, yeah. and they they have Ayurvedic doctors which is the sister science to yoga and it's uh really based off of uh, like your your body type and the way that your body um ingests digests and expels energy Mm -hmm. and that's in conjunction with it can be in conjunction with western medicine and the way our chemical makeup is described sure but yeah you're expected to know all of that you're expected to be essentially the physical therapist and sister doctor nutritionist of whoa yoga practitioners yeah a therapist even um yeah yeah so it's it's a lot more comprehensive sure and nobody's prescription in yoga is the same um so yeah yeah so some people younger people people who have flexibility people who have maybe more energy uh will get the physical practice of yoga the asana Mm -hmm. and in that same class you'll get people who don't practice the physical aspect and are literally sitting and meditating while you're like trying to learn how to do crow pose you know oh interesting yeah yeah yeah. and and it there's just this beautiful value to that teacher who can look at you and say this is what you need to do right in western yoga we put a lot of value in the physical aspect, uh, the asana, and that might not necessarily fit everybody. Mm-hmm. But also, the idea of like there's there's a there's a phrase that kind of rolls around that I think is starting again. Like there's a lot of changes going on in Western yoga right now with a trauma informed approach and. Um, you know, just the reappropriation of who should be teaching mm-hmm. this modality in the Western world. Sure. But um, 
when I was learning, there was a lot of saying around the full expression of the pose, meaning the pose that looks like the picture perfect pose. Mm -hmm. So the picture perfect handstand, the picture perfect crow pose. Uh, you know, if you Google it and you see it, that's what you quote unquote are aiming for, which is not accurate. Oh, got um, it. That's just a more flexible approach to the pose. Sure, literally. But yeah, yeah. And it works in this really kind of cool way in India where there's so much value in working where you are now. So maybe mm -hmm. you need stronger biceps to lift you into crow pose. Okay, let's work poses and have you stay in that discomfort of working your biceps. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'll get there, maybe you won't. And then also there's this beautiful, and I think it's just attributed to the fact that like they spend so much more time learning how to teach this and learning sure. other people's bodies that they can look at you and <laughs> this is a theory a theme for my life they looked at me and they were like no bend backwards more and i was like i can't <laughs> and they were like yeah you can so it's kind of this yeah like it's this really cool thing of like they can see where your mind is telling you 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 don't you, i need to protect you you're going too far sure and push you past that or where your mind is telling you you suck because you can't be as bendy as that other person uh -huh. how to like soften you into no let's let's work what you can let's work where your body is and find real value for you there um and there like are just that. like yeah That's it's good. so beautiful it's so beautiful and they're also you know just like it was really cool. Uh, sorry, I'm like having flashbacks now. No, about I'm it. into it. I'm into it. Let's go there. Um, let's go there. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. So we went to Usha Devi's, the Institute of Iyengar Yoga. Um, Usha Devi is the main teacher who was taught by the creator of Iyengar Ooh, Yoga, cool. BKS Iyengar. Yeah, he passed away maybe 20 years ago. Fact check me. Um, <laughs> his daughter at Usha Devi are the two women that run his school now. Gotcha. And what was super cool is that this is a fully international school. Like oh, you've cool. got people from India, you've got people from Zurich, you've got people from uh, Iceland, you've got people from Australia, like LA, LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's such a beautiful way to see like, we're all the same. And yeah. yet, we're all very different and it has mm -hmm. so much to do with the way our minds work versus the way our bodies potential lies. Yeah. Um, and Iyengar can be kind of a, I call it the punk rock yoga. Okay. Um, okay. So <laughs> I'm into it's that. Cool. Yeah. It's cool. If you ever run into an Iyengar class, I always say, give it a try. It's not what you expect. Mm -hmm. um, so BKS Iyengar was a sickly child. And he was told when he said, I want to practice yoga for my health, he was told, excellent. Uh, so you are going to practice pranayama, which is breath work. You're going to practice pratyahara, which is the um, absence and, and uh, which is the word? We'll say absence uh, and practicing of taking away senses and sensations mm -hmm. so closing your eyes, uh, not eating all the sweets. When sure. you smell something, you don't go towards it. Um, the daredevil so, method. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> quite, quite, quite. Uh, but and and meditation, and that's what you're going to practice. And uh, BKS is like, nah, I want to practice asana. I want to practice the physical aspects. Hell and all yeah. of his teachers were like, you can't though. You're you're an ill child. And you right. cough Look at your a wrists. Lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You'll break in half. Right. <laughs> and he said, well, I'm going to look at the old scriptures and the old studies and the old pictures of asana and i'm going to break it down and use props to make these poses fit me mm -hmm. and i guarantee and i have a feeling and i'm following my gut that i'm going to feel better if i work these poses the way that works for my body yeah, yeah. there's that gut there's that gut, yeah. And mm -hmm. so Iyengar I yoga is like a lot slower. And so people often think like, oh, slow yoga means it's like easy or it's oh. the relaxing <laughs> yoga. They've never done physical things before. Slow right. is way harder. Slow <laughs> is so hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, and Iyengar is very much that where like you're sitting you know, with a strap in your hands and, and the point of the pose is, is to feel a sensation in your hamstring, but your core is on fire and you're sweating bullets and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to have legs when I'm done with this class. <laughs> Why did uh, I do this voluntarily? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got this like, stern punk rock teacher saying like lift your kneecap more and you're like i don't even know where my kneecap is right now <laughs> you lift yours <laughs> yeah she's like watch just dancing yeah. her kneecaps up and down you're like jesus wow <laughs> she's so cool <laughs> good old dancing um, kneecaps yeah. Her behind her back. <laughs> yeah. She's so sweet outside of class. <laughs> In class, she's tough. <laughs> um, yeah. So that the 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 Iyengar Institute was yeah this like really fascinating experience of getting to know your body in a way that you know we think that like I'm probably gonna get in trouble like we think that like <laughs> you know walking is involuntary, but mm -hmm. walking effectively is not involuntary true and so it was <laughs> i i just started practicing kung fu because that's amazing I it was, what style uh what do we do great question i'm very new <laughs> <laughs> like kung fu that's what <laughs> that's what yeah got it I it's understand. the white lotus method the oh, willow, cool. yeah yeah a whipping right willow method yeah it's i don't know anything about it and sure. i thought it looked real pretty that's why i did it yeah and good I'm glad nobody told me until a week ago, you know, Kung Fu translates to hard work, right? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. Am I a masochist? Of course. <laughs> yes. <Right>. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my, my Sigung often yells at me that like, don't think about it because it's natural and it you don't think about walking, but the problem with having too much education is that you think <laughs> i think like yes walking is natural but like you don't know if you're you know pronating or supinating you don't know if your knee is twitching side to side you don't know what your hips are hitching if you're mm -hmm. just walking sure and so i ask questions ad nauseum and play out scenarios for my Sigung asking like, well, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And she's like, stop thinking. Right. <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> this is a fist. Here's how you throw it. Just do that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what if? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what if my other fist? 
exist. (laughs) (laughs) What if I know their mom? (laughs) Right. (laughs) So to me, the question is always like, what is the effective way to do this? So what is the most effective way to walk? Mm-hmm. What is the way to walk that we are engaging the muscles in in a way that supports the joints as opposed to just let's hope I don't, you know, throw my knee out when I kick you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so so that's what I, why I think everybody who practices the martial art should also do yoga and mm-hmm. should specifically do Iyengar yoga because I know I, I don't know. You, I don't know everybody, but I, <laughs> I do know the people. <laughs> this statement makes no sense. What I'm trying to say is <laughs> that's everything I ever say, Myrna. <laughs> oh, thank God, <laughs> found a kindred spirit. Right. We could hold hands right now, Brian. Yeah, one hundred, one hundred percent. I yeah, got you. Yeah. Nonsense you. to the end. <laughs> yes. <laughs> going on our tombstones. You know, <laughs> nonsense to the end. This live action cartoon character. That's it. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> That's quite. My byline. <laughs> yeah, quite. <laughs> Same. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the point was, um, I know that you know to kick. I, I'm starting to understand to kick and punch effectively. To be in a fight effectively, you must move quickly. Mm-hmm. But in order to understand your body as you're moving quickly, you must move slowly. That's my personal belief. You're Get right. at me if you want. We'll have a conversation. Um, <laughs> I'll back you up on this. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. Slow Thank is you. smooth. Smooth is fast. Yeah. Oh, I just learned that the other day too, and I was like, Bleh. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that in tactical training. Like, yeah. Slow. Yeah. Slow. Slow. Then once you got it smooth, then you can do it fast. Yeah. You can't do it slow. You can't do it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You can't can't train it to a child. You don't don't know it. Exactly. Just saying. Just saying. Full circle. Circles are powerful. We could could spend all day just saying stuff like this. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff we learned. Um, Yeah. So Iyengar is really great because it, it teaches your body with the help of props, of mm-hmm. how to activate those muscles, how to consciously activate your muscles. Sure. And then, you know, you're holding this pose and breathing through it and breaking down the breath. That's another thing my seagull gets so mad at me. I'm like, <laughs> on the inhale or the exhale? And she's like, just breathe! And I'm like, what? <laughs> Am I retaining the inhale and then kicking? Or am I inhaling, kicking, then exhaling? Like, come on! She's like, stop! (laughs) Myrna, you're going to lose this fight. That's all I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. (laughs) I'm a yogi. (laughs) I'm going to try not to fight. I'm going to really try not to fight. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I always found that, like, in my favorite movies, my favorite action movies are, my favorite, favorite moments are the ones where the most experienced fighter is not engaging, but just moving out of the way. And oh, yeah. And that's what I want to know how to do. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just a little, yeah. little Aikido going on. Just go to the punch. Yeah. No, no, no. Stop trying no. to hit me. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And I think, like, that's power to be able to let someone exhaust themselves around yeah. you. Um, I don't have to hit. I don't have to hit hard. I just right. have to let you mess up and there you tired. go very very <laughs> so, airbender i get I, it yeah that's what i am man yeah, that's I, what I, I get am. it i get it Yo. i'm right there with you oh, oh. it's the way to go mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. did mention that you got into yoga 14 ish but you said you wanted mm-hmm. to be in plays at the same time so did the interest in acting come first 
Oh, absolutely. Where did that absolutely. start? Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Was it proximity? Um, I feel like if yeah. I was born and raised in LA, it's around so much. You're like, oh, this is a thing. It's like if you're yeah. born in Rhode Island, you're like, maybe I could be on a you know lobster boat just because right. it's there, right? It's is there. That, yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I grew up community theater because uh, <laughs> my mom was like, somebody take her. Uh, right. She yeah. talks. So much. Yeah. Asking for exhale or inhale. (laughs) And then she'll just start singing for no reason. Uh, so (laughs) lots of, lots of like summer theater camps and, um, yeah. And it, it was just, yeah, I, I, I got introduced to theater really early, um, went to you know suburban great schools that were like let's take you to a field trip to go at see plays in the pantages and i was like cool. that's the stuff for me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Linked. Uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and uh yeah so i i had been involved in theater since i was probably like 10 or so and then in high school i started going to high school with child actors Oh, sure. Yeah. And it never really occurred to me that like, oh, that's right there. Um, But my parents, A, being the type of people that were like, we have to make money so that you don't starve. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Gotta eat. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really have time to go take you to go audition for some TV shows. Also, headshots cost how much? Absolutely not. For real. Uh, I'll take the picture. Just hold on. There you go. Right, right, right. So between that and them just kind of being really good uh, down to earth people, they they saw those kids as well. And they were like, those kids are, you're already anxious, Myrna. Those kids. Uh, Why don't you stay in theater? And when you graduate high school, you can decide whatever you want to do. How about that? Um, my they're parents are college graduates. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not college graduates, so they were like, we, I mean, we're poor, but we seem to be okay without right? it. Right, yeah, we're still kicking. You're alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and we have cable TV, so I think we're doing this. pretty good. <laughs> Killing it. Killing it across yeah. the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so it, it became this like, okay, well, I know that that's possible, and... I, everybody at school keeps saying I'm the best actor. <laughs> uh, which all it is, takes. It's, it's all it takes for a small, small kiddo to <laughs> decide she must be the best. Um, <laughs> so I, yeah, I, uh, I, I went to community college because I wanted to figure out if that, if theater was the way to do it or, because at mm-hmm. that time, uh, everybody I knew whose parents were, somewhat in the industry as well we're like well you know the pipeline to be a really great actor is to go to college go to new york mm-hmm. get on some broadway or off-broadway shows and then you come back to la and become a star that's my plan. that's it that's all that's the plan yeah <laughs> so easy so easy yeah and everyone's and doing like, it yeah <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'll try that too. Uh, (laughs) New York, it's cold. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and and I had a, uh, I look at it now as like some really lucky events, but at the time they were like the most unfortunate events to have ever happened in my life. And oh, why not me? Um, Mm -hmm. My sister, who's a phenomenal 
designer and artist got accepted uh to parsons school of design which is like hoity toity school yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're into that kind of thing you know whatever yeah 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 whatever <laughs> i don't really care uh, <laughs> i didn't try out for tish at all right twice. probably best because you were the best, you know? You don't want competition <laughs> yeah. in the same house. It's out, it's out, it's out. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, the unfortunate series of events was that I went to New York to, you know, tour NYU while my sister was living there and, like, live in her Brooklyn shanty and was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Living on a mattress in a closet is it's tough. Right. <laughs> they call those what apartments you... up there. <laughs> they do. <laughs> No shade. Y'all are doing good work up there. But, I, but also, come on, guys. You know. So cold. You know. <laughs> and you have to travel underground to go anywhere. That seems yeah. dangerous. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no natural horizon. Where do you know north no. is? No. Uh, yeah, that was very difficult for me. <laughs> <laughs> I guessed too much, got lost a lot. Yeah, uh, checked out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and the whole time I was freezing. This was in like May. I was like, "Why Oof. are you still cold here?" Uh, <laughs> it was awful. So I was like really heartbroken to have gone to New York and not love it, you know, mm -hmm. and like couldn't afford any of the Broadway shows. Like tried yep. all the lotteries, never got a ticket. Mm -hmm. It was like this place hates me. Um, <laughs> So came back home, was like distraught and was like, I don't think I can make it in New York. What do I do? Um, and my family was like, well, you should, you know, maybe, maybe dream a little smaller, little hermana, like go to, <laughs> yeah. go to college, maybe be a teacher or something. You're good at teaching people. I was like, yeah. Okay. Um, Pivot, so pivot. I, yeah, pivot, pivot. So I get accepted at a full ride scholarship for San Diego State University. Dude. Yeah, for theater. Because you're the best. I get it. Because <laughs> I am good. <laughs> Not New York good, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I get ready to go and I go for like a hot minute. And uh, you know, they even covered my housing, which was kind of a really beautiful experience. Um, uh oh. Yeah. I'm sensing a tone here. A tone was that I was still poor. Ah, <laughs> relatable. <laughs> you know, <laughs> college poor. <laughs> like. Right. <sighs> even this like cafeteria food is too expensive for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you mean meal plan? I can't plan any meals around these four dollars <laughs> I have. I didn't even plan to be here. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, and I I was having fun uh, in the puppet department, <laughs> the puppetry cool. department. Yeah, I was having a lot of fun, and that's kind of maybe where my like voiceover inclination started. But I oh. needed to make money. <laughs> sure. Um, and as I had mentioned, a lot of my high school friends, their parents were agents and managers. I had a couple mm. friends whose parents were like, you know, CIS directors at the time. Oh. CIS Las Vegas directors. Is that the right way to say those? Sure. Those CSI? CSI, that's the one. I like CIS better. Yeah, but it wasn't accurate. No. We're not That's here cool. for accuracy, Myrna. Okay, great, because I'm not your gal. Right. CSI. Uh, yes. In San Diego, needed money. And uh, I was like, how do I make money quick, you guys? How do I make money quick? I'm not good at poker. Um, you're like, well, you're like, no, 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 legally. You're like, legally, oh, legally, legally, legally. Yeah, 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 exactly. Sure. I'm a scholarship student here. I right. know it's San Diego State, yeah. but 
you know, scholarship student. So some pals uh, whose parents were a manager were like, do you want to, I mean, it's a three hour drive. Yeah. But like you can make it on a Friday. You don't have classes on Friday. Do you want to like audition for some commercials? Yeah. I was like, I guess can't be hard. Right. Why not? Like, it's not. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, Oh, okay. So yeah, like spring break, winter break, I'd drive up and I had to drive up anyway, cause I had nowhere to live if I didn't <laughs> drive back to LA to my parents' house. And, uh, I, I started auditioning and booked a commercial, a Domino's commercial. Domino's, get Domino's it. Non-union at the time. Uh, yep. you know, like it, like you do. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I had some cash and I was like, oh shit, okay, this could work. And I started doing it more. And then I I booked another commercial. McDonald's commercial got my freaking SAG Dude. voucher with that. Yeah. First and two I, out the gate? Recognizable? Uh, I don't want, Maybe I you are the best, Myrna. Two. Maybe I you are. First two, but it was like top five. I started booking. Yeah. Yeah, get so it. I was like, I'm good at this. But all at the same time, you know, I'm like auditioning for, for the university's production of Urine Town and not uh-huh. making it. Sure. Like, I don't. Get what does I, this what, mean? How do yeah, I like, how do I process this? <laughs> yeah, what am I missing here? Um, so it got to the point where then the the manager was like, "Do you want to audition for a film? You're coming home for the winter. You don't. It's it's a quarterly school, so you're not work. You're not at school all of January. This film, this little indie film that could give you a relatively good amount of cash. Yeah, it works in January. Do you want to give it a try? I literally remember saying to myself, "This is how smug I was." <laughs> okay, let's go book this thing. <laughs> Is that confidence transferable? Just asking I for hope, a friend. I, you know, I hope so. And yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, of course. That's it how is. you should uh, be going into things. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because guess what? fucking booked that yeah thing. you did look at you <laughs> yeah oh, and, God. and that became this like moment of truth where do i go back to school do i do i keep going to school and suck but like really good at like you know making puppets yeah. but <laughs> i don't necessarily know that that's a career or i'm making money at, yeah, at this this film and TV and commercial job and it's it's working. Mm-hmm. And what do I do? What do I do? And of course, all of the agents and managers that I were that I was working with and talking to were like, "Don't go to school anymore." <laughs> um, you skipped the line. Just just yeah. get to the end. You're killing it already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and I asked my teachers, and they're like, "Well, you know, a degree is good to have because then if it gets slow, you can do other jobs." And I was like, "Yeah, but when will it ever get slow? You know, <laughs> that's right. never that's gonna, never get gonna happen, teach." Me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I quit school. <laughs> good for you. I guess. I guess. I, I. It's good in that, like, I didn't accrue much debt and was able sure. to pay it off really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, watching friends now who are still paying off their student debt oh, yeah. for a degree. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's tough. You're making choices out of fear mm-hmm. as opposed to out of your gut yep. and out of intuition. And so that's hard. That's hard to deal with. But also, it's also a very real and valid experience. You mm-hmm. have to pay that 
bill back and that yeah. sucks yeah. Uh, so cancel student debt now you guys know where i lie agreed oh, hashtag same same hashtag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah i was really lucky for that and then you know things got slow and i didn't have a degree to be like well i could work at your office um, <laughs> what have i done <laughs> yeah 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 so there was a lot of years of me having to re uh relearn retrust relearn the trust and mm -hmm. gain confidence again that like i will do this again um sure. and that's where yoga stepped back in to be that guiding light and then also when i just couldn't be a server anymore i i was lucky to be able to put my my mouth <laughs> where the money is i know it's sure. supposed to be the other way around but it was very clear to me that like i can't you can't go into a yoga studio and talk to your yoga studio manager the way you can talk to a chef in a restaurant. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so it was very clear that like, okay, I have to change. I'm the one that has to change here. Mm -hmm. um, and it did. And it also gave back to me in that like, as soon as I started teaching yoga, was I ever making good money as a yoga teacher? Absolutely not. Sure. But um, then I started booking again. And I started booking work that felt authentic and purposeful. Yeah. Um, which is a good plug for Star Wars Resistance and Studio oh. Girls. <laughs> Dude, um, you know it... what? Let's we, we gotta we gotta lay some track here, Myrna. Okay, because okay. we met we met at a at a Mind's Eye Tribe mocap workshop. It's a weekend yes. workshop. You and I were early and thought we were yeah. in the wrong place. So yeah. we walked the entire park only to end up back where we started with the rest of the class. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I don't we remember like if I told you during that weekend that like, you know, because, you know, the, if you're with a bunch of actors, the question always comes up like, you know, what's the dream? Like, what, what, yeah. are, what are you chasing? What do you want? And I, I don't remember if I said it out loud because I try not to, but I also I'm me. I was like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on a Star Wars project one day. And that was, th that was always, that's why I started this 10 years ago now. And like, that was the whole thing. So imagine my surprise when at the end of the class, we're all exchanging phones and just following each other on Instagram. I'm like, oh, it's, it's my friend Myrna. Cool, cool. I get home. I didn't realize this until I got home. I'm back in Florida. And I'm like, yeah, what's Myrna been up to? She's in India. This no, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. I just spent a weekend with Tora Doza. There's no way. <laughs> and I start looking. I'm like, oh, my God. Hi, Cass. <laughs> you're, you're very good. You're very good. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I feel I peaked early. Um, Listen, at least you peaked. It's about the moment, Myrna. You got to soak it in. You have an action figure, dude. I'm holding her right now. Yeah, come she, on now. Come on. Look at her. Look at her. She's so cool. She's so what? cool. She's cooler than me. She's way what? cooler than me. Everything I do now is just to try to get back into that galaxy far, far away. Let me I understand. <laughs> I, it is a valiant effort. It is an addiction, so yeah, be right. careful. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I share the same affli another affliction we have in yes, common. Yes, 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 yes. Did you addiction. like so when you're when you're going after these things, right? You're mm -hmm. going to school, then you start booking commercials. You but you started in theater, and they're they're different theater and film and TV and stuff. When you start booking these things and then you're pivoting, because also on camera is different than VO, totally mm -hmm. different community, mm -hmm. department, industry. Mm -hmm. Did you find that any of things, any of those things were like different than you expected when you got in? Coming from like a theater sort of yeah. starting point? Um, I mean, for, uh, I was very lucky to 
study and train here in LA sure. because a, a lot of the instructors were, you know, theater trained and uh, film and television actors as well. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. So that's the value of training in Los Angeles. Totally. If you want to be, you want to be in film and TV, um, any modality of that or no, we'll stay there. Uh, yeah, if you want to be in film and TV, I was going to say video games as well, but I think there's way a lot of value of studying in England and London for, sure. for motion capture. And that's, anyway, that's a goal. Yep. But uh, yeah, so so big believer in like train where you want to land because mm-hmm. um, they're going to give you tips that maybe these other um, these other cities, these other uh, forms of, of training aren't aware of. Yeah. And and so what was really impressed upon me was the natural distinction between your audiences for oh. theater, mm-hmm. um, film, TV, voiceover. And so it was and, and commercial work as well. So it was always kind of drilled into me that like this is the technique. Mm-hmm. Now can we adjust the technique for a different audience? Your audience oh. is now the the microphone. Your audience is now the camera. Your audience is black box theater. Your sure. audience is main stage, hundred row capacity theater. Sure. So, so that was I was very lucky for that, and I, you know, and I was born in LA, so I was very lucky sure. to be born in LA for that mm-hmm. uh, and not leave. Um, right. But it was difficult at first, and I I honestly found tv and and film the most difficult really yeah yeah because i came from theater because i came from theater and Mm. even though we were talking in that like okay well the camera's going to do this i didn't get that much training or understanding until i started uh training in specific small studios for tv and film what your framing means and like what right. happens in a frame. I didn't go to film school. I don't go to sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was auditioning for commercials. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, you're too busy doing the thing. Yeah, I don't know though. Um, and well, yeah, and I, I, I was I was busy living and experiencing, but I never thought to ask questions while on mm. set. Like, what's sure. what's the camera doing? And I think that's really valuable, especially if you watch like kids and children actors. They don't have a filter, and so they ask questions like that. Right. And if you have time and energy and and your directors and uh, director of photographies are available to you ask questions like mm-hmm. what's our frame um what are you shooting on <laughs> right like, what oh, kind yeah. of camera is this like what sure. are these lights for um and and you're gonna get a better sense of like how your performance should be delivered but at the time i just didn't know to ask those questions mm-hmm. um so it became really difficult for me. And that first film that I did, I was really lucky to have a director who was also an actor. Cool. But every director thereafter and every film I had done was a technician. You know, he was oh, a tough. He was an editor. He was before he was a director, you know, and sure. Um, he's a he. We're gonna talk about that later anyway. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> um so so it became harder and harder to talk about like what does the character need when he didn't understand that kind of information. Right. 
Didn't have that dialogue to talk to actors. Yeah, Yeah. but I also didn't have the dialogue to talk to an editor, to talk to a director of photography. So I didn't know to ask, like, okay, how are you editing this? Uh, Is it Mm -hmm. in a wide shot? Can I be really big? Or is it real close? And then what's the lighting doing with the shadows on my face? Can I Do I have to cry? Or can I kind of, like, just give you a face right now? Sure. How many, how many takes do you want this <laughs> yeah. in, you know? Right. Uh, and, and now I'm like starting to understand that, but it was really freeing to get into a voice booth. Um, yeah. It was it's much really more similar, yeah, I find, to theater. To theater. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pure imagination because it's me and this microphone. And mm-hmm. if you can do it with an engineer, what joy to <laughs> right. not have to worry. <laughs> uh, to have to like pull your own levels as you're like crying and screaming and oh yeah riding the dials it's just hard (laughs) it's just hard yeah (laughs) and and yeah and i got into voiceover at this really beautiful time pre-pandemic in the before times Mm -hmm. (laughs) where Mm -hmm. i always had an engineer and i you know i have i have the gift of gab and i like to meet people so Uh i would always establish a relationship with that engineer of like Sorry, I might blow your ears out with this, so be ready. Or what are you reading? Oh my God, why aren't you talking to us? Oh, is that just sure. an engineer thing? Uh, <laughs> oh, you're working. Got it. <laughs> oh, you're working. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I thought you only worked when I spoke. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Common actor mistake. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. He's like, I've got to fix all of the gross shit you do with your mouth. <laughs> right. Oh. What is that? Why do you do that? Yeah. Do what? I'm a human. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I don't have super ears like you. Exactly. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The way engineers can just hear, I'm like, how do you? Right. Listening. How do your ears work like that? I don't understand. Yeah. They're like, we've got to hold for the bird being hatched in the tree outside. And I'm like, what? What am I thinking right now? Right. And he's like, don't worry. You sound great. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs) um yeah yeah so i love voiceover uh my allegiance is to voiceover yeah it uh yeah when you found it you're like ooh, this is that sweet spot yeah Yeah, this is it that i could be and i think the thing was too um that (laughs) your listeners can't tell because this is an audio medium but (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be a little did you put an s on there (laughs) i I like your positivity. <laughs> you know, we're just manifesting here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I take good headshots is what I'm trying to say. Right. <laughs> uh, I was I was blessed for now uh, with a genetically pleasing uh, mug, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and and because of that, everybody since I was a child was were like they were they were always like yeah you're like our leading girl you're the ingenue type mm-hmm. you're short. You're sweet, your voice is light, and you have a pretty smile. So you are always going to be an ingenue into a leading lady. And I was like, that's a lot of pressure. A little bit. I just wanted to learn how to box step and make weird noises. (laughs) 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 And here I am trying to, like, hold a whole play down or something. And uh, voiceover was this beautiful space that was like, you want to be a sloth today? Yeah. You should go be a sloth. You know, we've got this copy for this, like, robot that doesn't have eyes but can hear everything. Do that for me. How about a tree? Can you be a tree, Mern? Right. Like, wow. Boy, can yeah. I. 
Yeah. Can you be a Midwestern frog? Oh, yes. You know, like, I feel like I'm always that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So voiceover made me realize that like, oh, I'm a character actor trapped in in an ingenue's body. Yeah. And, and I don't want to be an ingenue. And that's also the trouble I've been having. Is that, sure. Like, I'm wacky, I'm weird, I'm big, I can be <laughs> funny. But to just sit there and be like, I won't do anything and you'll love me was not something that I felt capable of doing. Sure, sure. <laughs> so, You're like, yeah. what do you even do with that? Right. <laughs> I just yeah. want to be a sloth. The murder yeah. Of the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got your book. Thank you. I'm ready to write it. I'll have a manuscript ready in two weeks. We'll move from there. That that uh, is something that I've found with actors as well, because I all of my training and experience was on camera. So yeah. like I did children's theater growing up, four years of drama in high school, but it just never clicked for me. The medium, like yeah. I I love theater and I'm a big fan of it, but as far as being in it, it just never got to me. But with film, you have micro expressions and you have nuance and depth and like I was like, oh, that is that's my jam. So when the pandemic hit and everything shut down, I was like, I should probably learn this VO stuff. And it was a steep learning curve for me yeah. because it's so much more like theater. And mm -hmm. like you don't have the the look to play with. It's so like mm -hmm. a look, you have to play it up audibly because if they don't hear it, it doesn't exist. And exactly. like I've, I am in awe of VO actors. I, like, I think they're some of the best actors on the planet because they don't have... The look to to be able to help them tell the story. It's like you're That's in a hurricane so, yeah. and you just got hit and you're tired and you broke your foot, but now you need to order food and go. You're like, oh, okay, and they can just hunger. Click. Yeah, yeah. It's, ama it's amazing. That's fascinating that you say that because I revere that that film micro expression. Yeah, that, like the That's close my jam, up dude. and doing only with your eyes, like. Mm -hmm. That to me is so difficult. Really? That, yeah. That stillness. Yeah. 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 That's and my I, jam, dude. <laughs> oh, that's just, I'm just anxious and gritty <laughs> right. with, I have to move. <laughs> right. And, yeah. And, and knowing that, like, yes, it's the booth. And as long as you don't punch the microphone, do what you need to do to get there. Yeah. And Use so, physicality for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 And so for me, it was just this like, okay, well, yeah, we're in a hurricane uh, and we got gale force winds and you're getting sprayed in the face. And just, <laughs> like that became uh -huh. really easy to me because then I could make the big, ugly facial expression that was unacceptable for a pretty ingenue. Ah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's freedom yeah, there. So, yeah. Yeah. To me, it was it was so much freedom to just be ugly and be weird and um yeah and it, yeah the stillness felt boxed in for a long time and i think sure. i'm barely <laughs> 15 <laughs> years into trying to obtain this career barely starting to figure out that like oh oh i now feel something and it's still and it's reading on camera it's like yeah yeah, yeah. Do you find, but... like, when you're... Because I, I, I remember your episode of Modern Family. <laughs> yeah. The whole uh, dance and everything is just amazing. Mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. a couple questions about it that I've been wondering mm -hmm. because it's an established show. Yeah. And I find that people that are going in to do, like, one episode here and there on, on such a well-oiled machine, like, 
was that nerve wracking? Because you're coming in, you're doing your job, and you're dipping on something that is pretty established at that point. I will say, if it was not for Ed O'Neill and Sofia Vergara, yeah. I definitely would have been more nervous. Um, I that was my very first TV credit, Dude. and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Um, and I didn't even know that this was a show. I didn't even know that this, they shot on two cameras. You know? oh. <laughs> like, I didn't know anything about that. Um, so it, I was really lucky to be sitting between Ed O'Neill and Sofia Vergara on the makeup chairs and listen to Ed O'Neill talk about theater. I think cool. he like went and saw King Lear or something and was like off the cuff quoting fucking Lear. And I was like, whoa, you are <laughs> of the course. coolest. <laughs> And I also just didn't have any sense to be like, don't talk to these people because they're famous. Sure. You know, like I literally asked Sofia Vergara what shampoo she used because her hair smelled amazing, you know? <laughs> um, but I think that that worked to my benefit because then they saw that like I'm a human yeah, and not prop, which could have, that, that role specifically could have easily have just, you know, been a prop kind sure. of person. Um, and they were really good at, directing me like where is the camera mm -hmm. there you go <laughs> there were you Where's know the like second I don't... camera <laughs> yeah exactly throw your look to the second camera and i was like what oh oh <laughs> you <know>? where'd you <laughs> come from <laughs> yeah yeah like you know speak with your makeup people in between takes um and that there was this collaborative sense like ed o'neill came up to us and asked would it be okay on this next take if I say the word muchacho or is that like too inappropriate? Because uh, the premise of the episode is he mm -hmm. thinks he's going to his um, employee's daughter's quinceanera and it turns yep. out he's in the rock hall and is in a, a engagement party. Yep. My husband kiss and yeah. So it was really cool to see Ed O'Neill just improv on that and have this like space and freedom and dialogue with his director and and all of the crew and it, it was inspiring it was like yeah. oh wow like it's gonna take a minute to get to that point in a career but you have to be aspiring to that and you have to ask questions and you have to like be aware of your surroundings and, yeah. and take advocate for yourself and take care of yourself um so it was a huge education and it was yeah, really nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to mess this up. That's that O'Neill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like as we were working the scene, I realized, a, we're all thinking, I don't want to mess this up, mm -hmm. and the only way you can mess it up is by not thinking about it and not executing a new choice, a yeah. bigger choice, and by not collaborating and talking. That's how you mess it up, mm -hmm. and that was that was really fascinating to me like okay this is a collaborative experience it's not the director tells you to move there and that's what you do you know sure because then you're not really there you know what i mean like anyone can do that like i i think about this quote from tom hanks all the time where he says an act it, the job of an actor is to come in with ideas so it's mm -hmm. like if you're showing up and you have ideas, whether they use them or not is inconsequential. But like exactly. you're there, they're there, you collaborate. They're just words on a page until we show up. And like, right, it's about creating this life. And we've yeah. talked about it so many times that like you're only as good as the people you work with. Yeah. And like for your first TV credit to be Ed O'Neill and Sophia Vergara, 
Not bad, not Myrna. Bad. Not bad. Not bad, kiddo. Not bad. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. She did yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, not not bad, not bad. The scene's really funny when he's like giving it's the speech. Fun. He's like, "Whoa, uh, excuse me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's worth a watch. It's worth yeah. a watch. Yeah, and it's golden. It's cute. So I know, I know. After that, you for that was Elena of Avalor. Was mm-hmm. Elena of Avalor your first VO gig? Like, yeah, ooh, yeah. How was that? Yeah, you had to rap in it. Was that you? That was me. Oh, amazing. That was me. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that was wild. So. I had audition and auditioned and te- tested. I can't. I'm still you got this. traumatized <laughs> by the experience. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, for for a hot minute, it was between uh, Amy and I to be Elena. Oh wow! And she did a better job. She's a little bit more authentic. Uh, she's she is a Disney princess. She's pretty amazing. <laughs> she's yeah, pretty amazing. She's pretty amazing. Yeah, and so she got the part, and I was a little butt hurt for a little while. That'll happen. <laughs> about it. That'll happen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that that was definitely my first experience of testing for a lead role, and so mm-hmm. a lot to be learned there. And you know, I was definitely nervous for that, and I think sure. if I were to listen back to my auditions i would be like oh yeah of course they chose her i was fucking a wreck (laughs) (laughs) this one sounds anxious (laughs) yeah right she's cute she can sing the songs but she sure is anxious uh (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh yeah and and i was i remember going on a hike this one morning because i didn't i was bummed out that i didn't book princess elena and I just needed to like work my yoga and I need to go on a hike and just like be in my favorite natural places because fuck the industry. Right. And I'm, you know, I spent the whole day just like looking at flowers and getting my ankles dirty. And I get down the hill and I had no cell service. And I finally look at my phone and I've got an email. Myrna, um, I don't know if you remember Elena Vavilor. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what do they want to rub it in with now? Like, right. actually, I don't. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> that was a week ago. Right. <laughs> Still hurts. Uh, <laughs> my agent's like, they'd like, uh, they'd like to offer you a role. So oh shit! Recurring guest star with Blue Diamond Phillips. Uh, they'll be like the lead bad guys. Are you okay with being a bad guy? And I was like, get me a job. Uh, no. <laughs> I feel like one now, so sure. Yeah, yeah <laughs> quite, quite. Uh, <laughs> and I, I read the first script, and it was like the right kind of villain. Um, yeah, she's fun. Yeah, yeah. I, too, did children's theater uh, mm-hmm. as a child in the community theater. And I gravitated towards the snakes and and the you know coyotes and the Mm -hmm. characters that were a little mischievous and the bad guys because they're fun to play yeah and i was like yep yeah i'll play this kid why not because i'm her bad guy (laughs) (laughs) perfect yeah (laughs) i'm gonna use the shit out of this yeah yeah but then it eventually turned into this really beautiful arc um i never expected a full series arc yeah and you know being in that same script with lou and knowing that like i'm learning from him now too yeah 
that was invaluable. Yeah, yeah, it was fascinating that like I'd walk in and Craig Gerber, the creator, would be like, Summer, now I'm going to give you a song. Oh. Yeah, and I'd stand there and be like, but you've never heard me sing. Right. How do you how do you know I'm any good? And he's like, of course you're good. I don't care. Oh, <laughs> the best is back. <laughs> what do you mean? Right. <laughs> um, panic, so then you gotta panic, like, panic. yeah, yeah, work <laughs> twice as hard to make sure you're any good. Uh, <laughs> working with I just like, got this job. I don't want to lose it. <laughs> right, Emmy award winning composers, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know how to read music, and he laughs and goes, "Kind of me neither." So what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like you're lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got it um he's like you listen to the song at least right like, yeah like a lot great oh that's all i ask what perfect that's it qualifications yeah. check yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah and then like we do this song and i was like oh my god i didn't suck and he was like of course you didn't suck you're great now i'm gonna give you a rap song what the <laughs> craig what <laughs> yeah it's gonna be really fun i think you're gonna be really good in it I was like, I don't, I'm not like Ice Cube or anything. Like, I grew up in the suburbs. What? I'm Ice Chip. What's wrong? Right? <laughs> Crushed Ice. Yeah. We found your rap name. Yeah. <laughs> Crushed Ice. Um, That's how you yeah. go into places now. We're in a crushed ice Velasco. <laughs> what, what? Bra, bra, bra. I'm a rap artist now. You uh, have to now. <laughs> if you ever put out a rap single, it better be under crushed ice. <laughs> I, I, it will be. It will be. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes you do get like confident enough because you're like doing it a lot and you're just, you know, you're not really thinking about whether it's good or not, <laughs> mm -hmm. that yeah. you start to decide, no, of course I'm good. And uh, I I may just, <laughs> no, there was, <laughs> there was a brief moment where I was like, yeah, I should put out an album. I'm so good. <laughs> and then you hear like your unedited songs and oh, you're yeah. like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, surrounded, like? <laughs> I'm surrounded by people who are very good at their job. Right. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, Elena Vavilar was amazing. Um, yeah, I just I never I never expected it would get as big as like D twenty three was at the time because it's yeah. pre pandemic and sure. I didn't I knew that it was a big deal because it's the first technically Sophia the first is the first Latina mm -hmm. princess, but it's the first Latin American princess that is attempting that was and is attempting to unify the cultures yeah I think that's really important especially right now um agreed latinos are some of the most underrepresented ethnic group in film and television and it's because we're all different countries we're all different right ways of speaking this language we all have different customs we all have a different culture you've got everything from like you know snowy uh, climate latinos oh, yeah. to, to caribbean latinos to to desert latinos and it's it's hard to unify us it really sure. is so i think that elena valvalor was really beautiful that it gave 
uh, a unifying force to children to yeah. think you have to you know like you have to start young you have to remind them young that we are all a community mm-hmm. um we are born of a sense of nativeness as well as a sense of conquest which is difficult to grapple with and sure. and we have to look at both and we have to see the good in both and mm-hmm. i think elena really did that and amy Crew is beautiful as elena and and like having that last season where you get to see the bad guys turn good yeah so heartwarming to me um because it's yeah it's like it's really easy it's really easy to just say well that's because they're evil right and we don't really recognize that like there are very few people that are just born sociopathically mm-hmm. evil. True. We, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it's really smart what what um, they did, what the producers, the executive producers and creators did with the show to show a whole evolution in the yeah. um, you know, Delgado family of how they turned evil and how they came back from it. Yeah, that, like, that redemption. Yeah, no one's yeah. above redemption. No one's above rehabilitation. No one's above changing their mind once you know more. Mm-hmm. You know? And and I thought that was so beautiful. And I felt like, God, what an honor to be able to like push that story forward as well. Yeah, yeah. And to have that, like, just I mean, that's an actor's dream, right? To play a character that has an arc. Yeah. But it's it's very interesting because kind of the foresight that casting must have had because you were going out for Elena, but it's like, you're going to play the bad guy, but has good in her. So that yeah. in the big picture, because if you didn't have that goodness already, you couldn't yeah. have drawn from it. You can't give what you don't have. Right. You know, yeah. so it's like, oh, there might be some people that know what they're doing in this maybe, game here. <laughs> maybe they are pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. So then if you're, if you're yeah. doing that, I mean, you get, you get Star Wars, pal. I mean, that's got to be scary because you want to talk about established IP, you know, and a new show. Yeah. And a lead character. But I imagine the most difficult thing would be playing someone who has it all together. Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really had to stretch. <laughs> yeah, that that was a yeah, that was an actor stretch right there. Um Tora is yeah, she's got it all put together. I love I love that everybody talks about Tora like she's got it all put together. And she just right. comes from like a, a well-established family. You know? Yeah. What's that like? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Wait, wait, is that how it's supposed to go? Oh. Lied to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was stressful, but I also had really clever agents. Ah. Um, really, really clever agents. And and I was also really working my yoga practice at the time. So I looked pretty put together at the time. (laughs) (laughs) You're always learning to show the signs of what that is. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I was doing all right. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Cut to. uh, Just looking at you in the mirror. Yeah, really, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Just wait till lockdown. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I had really great agents who knew 
uh, if we tell her the truth of this situation, she will freak out and uh, not do well. Smart. <laughs> so, smart. yeah. So they never told me that at the time it was called Project Zero. They never told me who were the producers mm -hmm. uh, and creators of Project Zero. Because I would have Googled that and I would have stalked them and I would have been like, shit! Right. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I would have passed. I would have passed on the audition. Sure. Um, they just said it's a sci-fi. Uh, you like sci-fi, right, Myrna? And I was like, so here's the thing. I'm re-watching Battlestar Galactica for the fourth time. <laughs> you tell me, Starbuck. <laughs> yeah, quite. <laughs> quite. Um, and yeah, and, and it was kind of this beautiful universe coming together because I was doing the things that were purposeful and right for myself mm -hmm. and my agents understanding like we're going to give her the information she needs, not the information she wants. Sure. Um, and I even walked at the time you would go to you. I I would go into my agent's office that the standard used to be that you'd go to your agent's office and at the office they have isolated booths sure. with a director um who is in charge of like directing your audition and then they edit it for you and send it out mm -hmm. so all the stuff we have to do now right ah this Once dream world it, you're talking about it was <laughs> such a dream world oh, it's the <laughs> best. uh it really was so uh yeah i i walked in to the booth with the my vocal director at the time and was like so i'm rewatching Battlestar galactica <laughs> 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 and I've always wanted to be Starbuck. And yeah, uh, so. now, you know, we've, we've got a, a female Starbuck and I think she's amazing. And so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it like her. And he was like, I think that's a great idea. I think you should do that. And then I want you to do a second take with a British accent just in case. And I was like, oh, Ooh. weird. Okay. <laughs> a British Starbuck? All right. I've never heard of anything like that in any sci-fi world. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Should I play on it? Nope. Standard real pronunciation. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, so I do it. I don't think about it. And I walk away. And then, you know, like a month later, they're like, hey, Myrna, you remember that sci-fi thing that you did? No, not really. We've done like five million auditions since then. Well, you did mm -hmm. the sci-fi thing. Uh, they want to do a redirect. Can you do it in like a Latin accent? And I got so mad. <laughs> and I can't believe that Lucasfilm Animation rode with this. Um, because <laughs> anytime at that point in my life, because I had just gotten off of Elena of Avalor and I'm using this normal voice and sure. there's no such thing as a Latin accent. Right. They're so diverse, all the cultures so, that fit into that word. Cultures, yeah. Countries, yeah, yeah, all the different dialects, mm -hmm. uh, the different languages as well, because sure. some Latinos speak Portuguese, some Latinos speak French. Um, and it's, it's so it was frustrating. Some Latinos speak their indigenous dialect, like, yeah, like we, so it's different. Um, and so I very passionately went. <laughs> no. What Latin accent? Where do they want it from? Because 
Because I can't do a Latin accent, I can do a region-specific accent. Do they want a Mexican accent like my people? Do they want Mexican with indigenous roots? Do they want a Caribbean sound? Do they want Cuban? Do they want Puerto Rican? What do they want? Yeah. And the vocal director was like, let me send an email, I'll ask. <laughs> You're back. Yeah, and he did. And they got back to them and they were like, well, whatever's most comfortable for her, I suppose. And I was like, great. I'm going to do a Mexican accent, but it's going to be really light like my mom's. And you're going to have a moment where you're like, is she from L.A. and spoke English, or spoke Spanish first, or is she from another country? That's what I'm going to do. There you and go. And they were like, cool. Do you. Relax. Just do the copy, <laughs> <Yeah>. kid. Breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now say the lines. <laughs> I'll breathe when I'm done. Exactly. <laughs> you don't understand the kind of prejudice that is to ask. Right. Um, so I do the thing and uh, don't hear back for another couple months. And I'm like, whatever, I'm living my life. I'm teaching yoga at six in the morning. It's real weird. Um, then I get another call from my agents. Hey, Myrna, um, do you remember that sci-fi thing you did a couple months ago? And I was like, no, of course not. What sci-fi <laughs> thing? They're like, Project Zero, you, you went in twice. They had redirects. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, what about it? They're like, well, they want you to go into studio because they want to test a couple different accents. Now that they know that you have a really good handle on the different dialects in the oh. Latin American world, uh, they want to just hear what else you can do. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> what day? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, set the day. Okay, walk in. And I didn't know until I walked in that this was a chemistry read test. Oh. Because my agents were just like, no, you're just testing out accents with them. That's it. It's a little yeah. thing. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, it's just scratch vocal so that sure. the girl that they did pick can, like, you know, listen to the accent. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as you do. <laughs> yeah. So I go and I sit down. All these people are coming in. And I'm like, oh, these are kind of like well-known actors. Are you guys testing? And they're like, yeah, it's chemistry read. And I was like, yeah, for you guys. I'm just here to <laughs> test the accents. <laughs> right. I, I had no idea. <laughs> um, I also had no idea that they were only testing people around me and Susie McGraw, who plays Tamara Vora. Oh. Is it Rivora or Rivora? Never know. Uh, <laughs> that's probably why we didn't get a third season, Velasco. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, so uh, Tam and Tora had already been cast, mm -hmm. and they were shopping Kazudas and, um, oh. and the, the rest. Yeah, the rest yeah. of the cast. And so it was really fascinating to see these well-known actors coming in and out. And I was like... You guys are doing so great. I wonder when they're going to bring in the real Toradoza. Because it's, it's like getting late and they haven't changed me out. I mean, I guess, whatever. Right. And I just kept asking about like accents. I was like, do you want me to try a Puerto Rican now? Like, I'm not Puerto Rican and that could be a testy subject. And they were like, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, now go back to the British because we thought that was cool that you can jump from one to the other. And I was like, okay. Sure. Didn't why not? Yeah, yeah, like, didn't think at all that this was something I was already going to do. <laughs> sure, you were already pinned. Yeah. That's so funny. And, yeah, and it, and it was really quite hilarious because I, like, walked out with uh, Christopher Sean, who does play Kaz. Legend. Legend. 
He's so kind, like gives me yeah. a big hug. He's like, I loved working with you. I hope I get it because I want to work with you some more. And I was like, yeah, I guess I hope I get it too. <laughs> right. Same, pal. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> yeah. And he looked at me like in shock and was like, no, you got it. This is your role. You got it. And I laughed and was like, don't say that, man. Right, don't jinx are, it. <laughs> yeah, like like you're you're a soap star. Don't say shit to me like that. Right. That's not fair. Like you have any job you want, but me, that ain't me, brother. Right. <laughs> you don't get to be handsome and encouraging, all right? Right, exactly. It's one or the other. <laughs> and don't break my dreams when I don't get the call, okay? Exactly. <laughs> like... I've been doing a really good job today because it is <laughs> right. right, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, two weeks later, I got the call. Okay, what, what days are you available? because you're working this show now and i Dude. had no idea that's almost better right it is it is you it just is got to enjoy the ride now. as opposed yeah. to like the anxiousness didn't show up because you didn't think yeah. you were having to earn it still oh exactly bouncing with actors this is great and they're like yeah. yeah look at how good look how relaxed she is this is the girl right Right. This is Tora Dosik. Yeah. And if I had known this was a test, yeah, I would have clammed up. I wouldn't have asked any questions. I wouldn't have been giving and open and present in the room with mm -hmm. A-list celebrities coming in and uh -huh. out. <laughs> Me being like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, they must have like, I don't know who pinned for Tora Doza because she's going to be a celebrity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this idiot <laughs> uh yeah yeah and uh, yeah so it's like at any time two other actors if at any time you can tell your agents just trick me and don't tell me it's a test mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's that's the way to do it so they yeah. do come in relaxed and just ready to play and when you yeah when you know that you're just ready to play and you're ready to experience these characters that's when you're doing your job yeah i love that it was christopher sean who told you you got it yeah like of all the people that you worked with that day he was the one and then he was... he's the one like that's yeah. so cool yeah yeah i love stuff like that me too it was such a wonderful experience how was celebration because oh you got God. to do the t-shirt cannon you got to go out in front of people like I wish I'd worn pants for that t-shirt cannon moment. <laughs> wearing a goddamn skirt, and I was like, this thing? Okay. Oh, quick. oh God. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing heels. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was astounding. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm so mad the pandemic happened. Aren't you mad at Right, <laughs> right. So much trauma to unpack. Um, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, my I, trauma started way before then. So just oh, yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I would also at the same time I'm glad that I I have had time to think about if I wanted to do um a con again sure uh, a convention because mm -hmm. it was a lot of energy um oh yeah I I deeply in those situations want to be there for the fans um it's their show they've made it real you know mm -hmm. and seeing little little girls dressed as Toradoza yeah. and, and tell and uh, grown adults telling me how this character and the way this character said this line impacted their outlook on life. Mm -hmm. We're in a quiet room with, right. you know, a vocal director saying, okay, can, can you hit uh, and now instead of love? Just, yeah. you know, <laughs> I 
so you're not thinking about how impactful this is going to be to anybody else sure and then it was and mm -hmm. i every night was sobbing yeah <laughs> because it was <laughs> rightfully so, so beautiful yeah um and then like on the panel being able to spend moments with the real Donald Vaison and and yeah. the real Bobby Moynihan and these are celebrities yeah big time and and them being just as excited to go out and talk about Star Wars as I was was like oh right we do this because we love this like that was beyond anything and yeah I wish I wish I could have stayed out all day and all night yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wish knowing now that like you know i was only going to be there for three days and i needed to really soak it in i really wish that i had gone to like every fan event i could have i sure. wish that i had really soaked it in um and it was just so impactful as well because it it when it was done i i felt the gravity of what this job does to a public um, yeah to a fan base and how especially star wars how important it is and of course it's important to my life but i don't think that like other people care about it as much as i care about oh yeah it. Uh, yeah and to see this huge fan base oh it was yeah it, it was a dream it was wild yeah how could it not be yeah you know and like that's the thing is like there's I've found that there are few, if any, greater feelings than when your work resonates, right? Like Brian Cranston has that quote that says, uh, the worst thing an actor can do is move an audience to nothing. Yeah. Like you didn't do your job if someone watches your thing and doesn't feel anything. But like yeah. if you can do something and somebody is affected by it, you're like, oh, oh, this is why I am. Got it. Yeah. This, it that's yeah. when it clicks. Yeah, you know? yeah. This is what I give. Because, yeah, a lot of acting can feel very... Um, selfish self-centered uh, sure. me-centric what is my objective you know sure what am i doing in this scene to propel it forward but yeah the, the brian cranston and you are absolutely <laughs> right that like it's not it's not a a calling if it doesn't affect other people it's not yeah. purposeful if it doesn't impact the audience and yeah and and to be able to move an audience of both children through adults yeah have a thought-provoking story which i wish more people and not to get all political but it is an election <laughs> year right? and i think resistance is a really great pairing to an election year just it saying is. it's a good word too yeah yeah it is it is and it <laughs> It shows, especially with Tam's second season storyline, it shows how the First Order and by part how the Empire worked mm -hmm. and how it continues to to grow and resurge into different aspects of our society. And that's yep. really important for people to like watch and recognize and agreed. Be aware of during an election year. You know, timing might be important. I don't know. Timing might, yeah. So if you've never seen it, you should watch it. Right. <laughs> you also got to play an iteration of, in my opinion, the best DC superhero ever in Green Lantern. You got to do the pledge with Hal Jordan. Come yeah. on now. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Talk about dream stuff. Yeah. I peaked early. How was that? Insane. Yeah? Insane has to be uh 
it's insane to have been I don't even know how to unpack how insane it was <laughs> I don't I don't um it, it, yeah to be able to play Jessica Cruz whom before even being in DC superhero girls I was like I love DC comics mm -hmm. um that was my high school nerdery yeah. <laughs> um I, I I I favored Batman of course because who doesn't what, you know who doesn't Batman is my first love yeah um we can fix him you know he's just when when someone loses a family that young you, you gotta know that he can be rehabilitated exactly also, that's it that helps just kidding just kidding <laughs> just kidding just kidding i don't think that way when it comes to love right right but, but also, also... <laughs> no, no 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 no, every, every, uh, I, no, what it is, is I'm not shallow with money. I'm shallow with looks and every physical iteration and vocal iteration, because I was very big, huge fan of the original Batman animated series. Ooh, uh, yeah. That voice. I mean, come on Didn't now. know what it was as a child, but as an adult, I'm like, ah, <laughs> that hormones <laughs> right hello kevin <laughs> yeah 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 so but yes i i loved love love jessica cruz's story and and the like the reluctant hero is my mm -hmm. jam yeah it's just my jam um and being able to work with not just jason spisak as hal jordan but um phil lamar yeah who, yeah who legend <laughs> Samurai Legend. Jack, how did yeah. John Stewart, like everything yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've worked together in the booth and to this day, I still introduce myself to him and I'm like, you don't know me. And he's like, actually I do. Stop introducing yourself to me. Like, what? <laughs> but you were what? on Futurama. Right. <laughs> in living color. Uh, right? So much, so much. Yeah. These are my freaking heroes. Yeah. Um, so it was very much a like heroes on heroes on heroes and I didn't know how to handle it. And then knowing that I was working with Lauren Faust who created mm -hmm. DC Superhero Girls, like whew, it, it was a lot of heroage. And then stepping into the booth and then what? I have to work with Grey Delisle and Tara Strong and Kara Walgren in the same and kimberly brooks in the same room yeah. normally we don't do the same room and i can freak <laughs> out and then be like okay i'll deliver the line but i, I have to listen to them watch them deliver the line and Ooh. now i gotta what you're in the big leagues now kid <laughs> it was scaly <laughs> I bet. um but that was you know that was yeah that was my my master's <laughs> program yeah. in voiceover and I was so lucky to be able to experience everything I needed to experience while working with and under such seasoned professionals. Yeah. And That's how you really level up quick. Yeah. Because you, you yeah. have to meet them, right? Exactly. You're working with someone, like, they bring it here. You're like, oh, shit, okay, the bar's here. Got it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And women of billions of characters inside of them. Like, yeah. We were expected to do these you know side characters and the extra little you know line deliveries sure 
we were expected to do that as well. And I was always so lucky when I got one. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> because just watching Tara make that choice, watching Gray uh, just, you know, change her voice, change her mouth in the way that was necessary to create yeah. a new character. I was like, that was so fast. How did you do that? Masterclass. Uh, Masterclass, yeah, yeah, deeply. And yeah, and to be able to play with the story because I think sometimes we forget that, like, and Lauren Faust is so smart, and all the writers in that room were so smart to change to, to keep the essence of the characters, but kind of change the way we look at them, yeah, to show a different side. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, these were high school kids, Aqualad, you know. Yeah. Um, and and to to show that like, I was always wrapped up on like, when are we going to show Jessica Cruz's anxiety because like her origin story is rough. Yeah. <laughs> and, same. <laughs> you know, same. Uh, and I wish we had gotten the opportunity to play with that, but in in many episodes, you do see her have already been and that was the thing lauren had said is like no 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 we're playing with the aspects of jessica after she has accepted the ring Ooh, cool and that's why i was like i freaking love you you're with me. right <laughs> you know how to talk to me right. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah so like she was con- the 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 constant note was like okay but you already have accepted that your willpower will get you through this so yes you're anxious and and the the point is to transcend that to now say okay uh i don't feel good when i hurt somebody i don't feel good when i accept her into my life so how do i show perseverance by pacifism sure how do i and those were such fun episodes to be able to play with the idea of like jessica cruz doesn't attack yeah and okay so what <laughs> what is a person as the green lantern not just the the superhero but the person jessica cruz what does she look like if she doesn't attack and she doesn't cause harm right She's probably a hippie <laughs> right <laughs> checks out and checks out yeah yeah and that's yeah that's i think where the kernel and the seed of like how do you create action with evasive maneuver sure came from and at first mm-hmm. it was you know in the voice and and in the the character and yeah it was just really fun to play with jason spisek is like an incredibly an incredible oh voice actor legend yeah but very aggressive um sure. with his <laughs> acting <laughs> like that man b- truly believes if you are not breaking a sweat in the booth you're not doing enough <laughs> i was like i hear that a lot in class yeah <laughs> Um, but to be the the one that you know moves away from his str- sweat droplets, and to have right, a, a, yeah, and to have a core of calm because yes, the anxiety is willpower, but to funnel it, to use it, you can't be all over the place. You have yeah. to have focus. Um, so that was this really exciting new thing to play with, new idea to play with with Jessica Cruz. Um, that I think made me a, a better person, a better actor as well. Yeah. Did you have to do anything different when they brought her into Teen Titans Go? Uh, the tone of Teen Titans Go is a little quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 
in on camera world, we would call it like they're both technically written as a quote unquote sitcom, mm -hmm. but Teen Titans characters are a little broader than sure. DC superhero girls. So we kind of had to match that Beast Boy energy, you know? Sure. Okay. Um, so that was the only difference. And it was interesting because I was always like, yeah, I'm game. I don't care. There you go. <laughs> like, there you go. I'm not, I'm not tied to the way I created this character. Um, and it was interesting to see that like some actors are. And I was like, oh, sure. wow, that's that's fascinating to be like, no, this is how this superhero in my world does this. And I blurted out during one of our recording sessions for Teen Titan Go, yeah, but we're not in that universe anymore. Oh. We're in Teen Titans universe now. And it was like this really fascinating, I didn't know what I was tapping into, but all of a sudden we're doing multiverses. Sure. And it was like, oh, oh, I was, I was, I was in it. I understood. I understood. Emil's <laughs> <laughs> found me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like we had to do like different tonal shifts, but the character remained the same. And, the, and you know, the even us as people, our personality is going to adjust to someone else's personality. 100%. You know? Like you're a different person to everyone you meet. Your mom sees you differently than your friend sees you, than a stranger exactly. sees you. But they're all you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's just the stranger happens to know I'm a very polite person. <laughs> right. Currently. <laughs> in yeah. this moment <laughs> yeah exactly and my mom's like you don't know her then um right. <laughs> she said what <laughs> yeah she would never be that kind uh, right. <laughs> so yeah that to me was like this exciting experience of getting to play jessica cruz the voice i've established for her is now confronted with new and dangerously weird things uh -huh. and how fun how fun yeah. and i I also was probably just really game because Teen Titans was one of my favorite animations oh, growing up as well. So Incredible. I was like, I don't care. I want to do this. <laughs> like, right, right. Tell How me to I change the there? voice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Tell me entirely different Jessica Cruz. I don't care. I'll do that's it. Right. That's <laughs> right. Different universe, different character. I don't care. Yeah. Let's call her something yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. She's Shannon now. Let's go. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so yeah, that was, that was a really exciting little like, I did it for for junior high me and she's happy yeah. <laughs> yeah is there do you still have like is there a dream is there a specific like dream role or something because you can get caught in the race of like i just want to keep working i just want to do these things but like do you have a north star do you have something like ah oh, in my career at the end i want to be able to say i did this or like a certain I... thing you want to work on I've accomplished it all, Brian. There's nothing left for me to do. Right, of course. Well, no. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, there definitely is a dream. Um, I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about this particular role that I've just finished originally. Ooh, for. okay. Be as cryptic as possible. What are you saying the dream happened? Uh yes and no. Okay. Um, Those are my favorite kind I, of answers. I wanted, I, what I really wanted to do, so the pandemic happened and we were all locked in and I was alone mm -hmm. in my apartment with my cat and I was looking at his little face and I was like, what do I do? And he was like, meow. Uh, <laughs> like, you know what to do. <laughs> Just talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, I begged for that so much. Was like like that was week two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a rough time. Uh, no, but I, I the, the silver lining of that whole experience was that I got this time 
so much time to figure out like what do I want to do mm -hmm. and it came down to I want to take a bigger risk um, yeah I think we're in this beautiful space with voiceover and acting in general that you can't really get away with but I can do the accent ah know? yes um mm -hmm. you, you need to have lived experience with a certain culture in sure. order to to portray that character authentically i genuinely believe that sure. and i'm really grateful for the early opportunities i got but you're hearing me with this voice i was taught by suburban white people and this is what I sound like. Sure. <laughs> um, and that's okay. And that's okay. But I yeah. wanted to take risks with this voice now. Mm -hmm. um, again, I love voiceover. It carried me uh, financially through the pandemic. And I'm very loyal to it because it gives me this sense of freedom to play. And, and I feel yeah. safe to emote in this booth. I feel safe to emote with animation people. They think in in cartoons the way i think in cartoons sure and it's great so that became my big like i want to book a leading role now i want to be the lead. okay i see where this um, is going i think i think i can say because if you google me you'll see it's been it announced it's been announced so uh -huh. i am the voice of tater ramirez humphrey in primos uh, yeah Disney's upcoming animation primos Ooh. I did it. You did it. Yeah, you did. It's your show. Yeah, it's my show. <laughs> Don't call me. feel weird? It feels so weird. It's yeah. so weird. Because um, I'm used, yeah, I'm used to like, I'm on back, you gray. I got you, Tara. Kari, what do you need, girl? Like, sure. I'm willing to do that. Um, I propelled the story forward to help establish Tara Strong's that girl like hell sure. yeah right um and then i was like yeah this character's got 84 lines in this scene or in this uh this script and everybody else has four <laughs> what <laughs> yeah so it was it was very daunting um there were weeks where that is all i did um i wow. got i got the script the thursday the the Wednesday the week before the Thursday I would record so eight days before okay. I quit teaching yoga because it was too strenuous wow and I was teaching yoga sure, right. <laughs> like it wasn't a real strenuous experience sure um but it it was that intense where all of my training was expected of me I needed to look at the full script and I needed to be able to create an arc not only for my character but for the whole story yeah um and it was hard i bet uh, <laughs> oh my god the pressure but yeah yeah still there's a lot of pressure still I um, bet. and at the same time this is exactly what i wanted yeah all right <laughs> careful what you so, wish for kind of stuff yeah yeah so you have to meet the moment um mm -hmm. and it's a new form of yoga <laughs> yeah yeah and i i have faltered at times <laughs> we all have and will. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah. and i just can only hope that it's good entertainment yeah <laughs> when i falter uh so yeah yeah it's i cannot wait for people to watch the show because it it is truthful it is a lived experience of what it's like to be a kid 
in a multicultural neighborhood where you might not have access to everything, mm -hmm. but you have access to everything you need. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really excited to see other people identify with with these stories and i hope they do and i really hope they do oh they will come on it's you we worked really hard it's not just me natasha klein is a brilliant storyteller she created Ooh. the show she has had so much hardship in her life too that it's right. like we get it <laughs> right. we get it we have the same scars <laughs> yeah so weird yeah um yeah, and it's it's her story that we're all just trying to propel forward. And I, you know, if if I thought this was a show that preyed upon a cultural experience, I would not have done it. Sure. And and I know that like it it might feel easy to say that after you've done it and after you've got paid to do it. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> but I was doing okay. I was doing pretty well. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. I was I was. And I even thought of this like recently, I, I was living my dream. At the time I wanted to teach yoga and be a voice actor. And I check, was check. doing both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was feeling very fulfilled. And if I had, <laughs> there was a moment where uh, recently where I was like, I really wanna go back to doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> like I wanna go back to being completely anonymous and I don't want anybody <laughs> to right. talk to me or talk about me <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> this is a lot more pressure than i thought it would be um yeah. but it's yeah the, life is different now <laughs> yeah. yeah and um yeah i i get this opportunity to really love on tater and i love yeah. her and she is being really honest about finding her final form about being a confused and weird kid uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> and i don't know if we have a lot of that out there in the world right now for kids sure and i just want people to watch it <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all done um, i am yeah. sure they will that's so exciting like it's but but you're in that weird <laughs> section where like it hasn't come out yet but you did it so it's like oof Ooh, that's, it just yeah. keeps going, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I have this odd sense of self-awareness that I didn't have with all of these other shows where, you know, I was so wonderfully distracted with teaching yoga and mm -hmm. just kind of living this weird little life um, that I never thought about, oh, how is the audience going to receive this? Yeah. And then, and when we were done recording, I didn't. I didn't even remember that this was going to an audience because I was like, I got to go make it to my teaching shift down in like Pomona. So I got to right. go. Sure. You know? <laughs> and now, yeah, like I don't have that. And and yeah, it's all I think about of oh, is the audience going right. to receive this. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm in a really interesting free fall right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have to change your mindset. Free falling can feel like flying for a little while. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to. And, I, I'm, and I'm in this really great place again where I get to ask, like, what do I want to do now that I'm done with that? Um, yeah. And I don't know yet. That's okay. Um, yeah, yeah, it is okay. Yeah. Because I get to experiment and I get to take classes, which I think is so invaluable as an actor. Uh, agreed. 
as Money a in the human, bank. yeah, mm-hmm. as a human, like you just learn more, try to learn more. Always. And so I'm, I'm just taking the time to learn more. I recently finished uh, the, the tactical classes with Mind's Eye Tribe, cool. and that was so cool and the right. hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> Never have I felt more, like I was channeling Jessica Cruz hard because Get I was it. like, I know we're playing with Nerf guns, but like we also really need to think about the repercussions of this would eventually also be a gun. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel good about that. And right. TJ's like, you got to square that away then, huh? And I'm like, yes, sensei. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you were the character, Myrna. Come on. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he was big on that. And I was like, well, yeah. my first character is the brand new private, and I don't know how to do that. And he's like, great, you've got that down. Now be experienced. Right. Yeah. Can I be a conscientious objector? I've seen Hacksaw yeah. Ridge. I'll, I'll play yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you paid the money. Do whatever you want with this training. <laughs> yeah. Just, just pick it up and keep your shoulders down. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, just trying new things and finding what I love and not being tied. The big exercise is definitely not being tied to the result. Can't control those. Yeah, exactly. And and taking classes like these tactical classes, or I also took uh, <laughs> a uh, stunts for actors class with oh. Join All Movement. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, they, that's, that's the studio I'm learning Kung Fu in. And Sweet. yeah, and it was such an exercise on like, don't be tied to the result because you still get this Velasco. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But by the end of it, I was like, yeah, I was like throwing a punch and I kind of knew what I was doing. And at the same time, I still was like, oh my God, but I'm a pacifist. Cause no harm. What do we do? (laughs) And yeah, and I could square it away of like, this is pretend harm. That's (laughs) right. You're actually hating each other. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and learning from these really experienced stunt coordinators and stunt performers, like Mm -hmm. they were very clear with like, if you are causing harm, you're doing it wrong. If you are hurting each other and that punch is making contact, you've done it wrong. Right. It's more of a dance than anything else. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I just thought that was so valuable. And like, I don't know, like some of my friends were joking and like, playing around like so where when are we gonna see you in the next john wick myrna and i was like probably never (laughs) but you never know know. (laughs) would be cool would be cool you know you can pass him the pencil you know right exactly exactly yeah and i would have been in it i blow i die in the building that was blown up yeah i believe in you i'm okay with that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there are no small roles, only small actors. So. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Having gone through this journey, then, do you have any advice for actors like that are that are on the journey or that are starting their journey? Yeah. God. Um, I guess the theme is like take risks. Yeah. I know it's scary, and we're all trying to make money to survive in mm-hmm. this economy. Right. Um, Things are getting better. (laughs) 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 But yeah, take risks, develop and keep developing your gut. Because I think that's, that's a big one. Um, That's the biggest one, because it can be very, this industry can be very easy at telling you what they think you should do. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm actually going to say something that is contrary to the common knowledge here in the biz, uh, they they all say, and 
recently had gotten this too and i was like i don't like that saying but <laughs> no say, yeah yeah they all say uh uh you need to grow a thicker skin mm. don't do that nah then you don't have don't access do to the underneath which you need exactly. as an actor yeah exactly yeah don't do that um be be soft let let things impact you mm -hmm. um what i think we need is a strong spine yeah um, you know let yeah let that hurt hit you and know that i'm gonna hold that because i get to release it as well so last mm -hmm. little airbender quality yeah, statement there. <laughs> there we go. um yeah you're gonna release it later and you're gonna release it beautifully and uh yeah yeah that's that's what we're here for to receive that energy and then give it back yeah, yeah. exist exactly. you know allow yourself the full breadth of existence yeah. it'll make you a yeah. better actor it will it will because you'll remember how that hurt and you'll have a deeper sense of empathy where yeah if you have a thick skin and nothing hits you nothing impacts you then you didn't learn anything you didn't grow your empathy and that's our power as actors yeah so that's good thank you. thank you and hey i mean just like that we've been talking for over two hours myrna We're you survived so good you. <laughs> oh, i just survived i love chatting with you bud <laughs> oh, stop it keep going okay so, you're the best <laughs> no no i have it on record that you're the best hey <laughs> we can both be the best yeah we'll be we're the best yeah Look at us. take that yeah. dj khaled yeah you know it's us now yeah, there's no, if I can just step on this soapbox one more time, yes, please. Uh, there is no limit to how many the bests there can be. That is true. I think if we are all the best, everything's yeah. going to be so much better. It'll be the best. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so before I release you back into the wild, I got to ask, yes. where can people find you online? Where can they find your stuff? Talk to me. Okay, uh, I'm only on Instagram um, because I have a very addictive personality and I can't be jumping on all of the social medias because I will never leave them, but I'll also never post and then I'll just be this little mushy thing. Um, yep. So you can find me on Instagram. I am Mernzilla. It's a weird name. I refuse to change it. <laughs> Good. Probably why Don't nobody ever. finds me. Um, <laughs> But if you Google my name, you'll know how to spell it. and you'll, Or even if you just Google Toradoza, you'll figure it out. Yeah, and figure it so, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll give them the real thing. So it's like Godzilla, but Mernzilla, M-Y-R-N-Z-I-L-L-A. Beautiful. Um, I post sometimes. Um, <laughs> uh, but I try to be nice, and I try to, if anybody, like, DMs me, I try to DM back, unless you're mean, in which case I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> in which case, I'll DM you back. Yeah, you're not going to like you. it. Sorry. <laughs> cause no harm. Cause no harm. That's right. I'll cause uh, no harm. You <laughs> cause no harm. I didn't take that vow. <laughs> I'm right or die, Myrna. I always say, I don't have bail money, but I'll go to jail with you. Oh, okay. That's useful. That's useful. Let's you know, go. Somebody's got to. Yeah. Mernzilla. Don't ever change Mernzilla. it. That's perfect. I will. I don't want to. Um, and then you can find my stuff on Disney Plus. I think I think uh DC Superhero Girls is still on Netflix, but I do new. Mm -hmm. Uh they might be on Max now that they've done that switch over. Sure. Uh, and uh 
yeah, I think that's that's where you can find me. Yeah, d- definitely Resistance is on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Primos will be on the Disney Channel, and then the next day after it airs on Disney Channel, it will be uh, live for streaming on Disney Plus. I don't know when we are releasing our premiere, mm-hmm. but it should be soon. So keep a lookout for that. And uh, again, watch it because it's really funny and it's really sweet and it's really authentic. Um, and yeah. Yeah. If you guys, yeah. <laughs> They'll find you. You're about. And there's yeah. some amazing stuff coming. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm excited oh, for you. This is you. this has been great. You're the best. Literally. You're the, the best. best. Oh, oh, stop it. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Interesting Podcast. If you'd like to follow the show and stay up to date on new episodes, it's at Pod of Interest on Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Jedi Brian on all social media sites. You can also find me at brianbalance.com. There you'll find my demos, recent projects, and other stuff I'm up to. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tell your friends. A good rating or review always helps and is greatly appreciated. Let the people know we've got some cool stuff going on over here. As speaking of cool stuff, we now have merch. Just search The Interesting Podcast on TeePublic to pick you up some sweet gear. And if you'd like to support the show more directly and get early releases while you're at it, you now have that option over at patreon.com slash Brian. On that note, special thanks to Ben, Chris, Daryl, Daz, and Victor. Your support means so much to me, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. So until next time, be well. <laughs>